Hey, is this Claire's land? Yeah. Yeah, go in this direction and then yeah. just go straight, yeah? Okay. Hi, dear listener. We are Diogo and Isabel on the road, illustrating life stories connected with permaculture, spirituality and arts. It's a joyful early summer day and we are driving through the hills in one of the driest regions of South Portugal to speak with Claire Finlater that founded the community Monte da Vida where they are developing a grounded and harmonious relationship with the earth. We are so curious to know in what they are working on and share this story with you. Let's go there. I used to live in the city for a while, in, in the UK, in London. But I grew up in the countryside, in England. And um, decided I wanted to leave the city and sell my apartment and get a piece of land. This was the vision that I had um, back, way back, maybe 2006. Then started a journey. I, I ended up travelling around Latin America and thinking maybe I wanted to go and live in the tropics. And But then I ended up in the city again for a while and laid the plans laid to rest. I ended up getting involved in some other things. But then it came up again. You know, no, I, this, is what I, this is what I need to be doing. And by chance I saw somewhere a farm for sale advertised that was in Portugal. And I was like, hey, let's just, you know, I did a bit of research about Portugal. And I'm like, let's just go and look in Portugal, you know, better climate, probably like more scope for doing what we want to do. And so by the time I found this place, I was really like, we've got to get, got, I want to find a place now. And, um, but this was much bigger than anything else that I was looking at. Like I was looking at something max, you know, around maximum 10 hectares. Here is 34 hectares. And also, you know, there was nothing here, uh, just an old ruin. And um, it felt like, wow, this is a big thing to take on. But the land, you know, was saying yes, you know, to me. Always... We have felt here we're in a process of rediscovering what would be like an indigenous relationship with the land. But that in our culture we've lost, we have no connection to how to, you know, this line going back thousands and thousands and thousands of years of how people have lived in balance with the land. And so we're having to learn it again or discover it again because it's not so much about learning it from what someone tells you or what this person does or that person does. It's definitely a discovery that has to happen inside by listening and observing and feeling that relationship. It's Part of that is, is knowing you know, that it's a, it's a process. You don't have all the answers. You don't know... You know, there's things that come that you don't feel that you can do in the way that you would like to. 
you're going to make some mistakes or sometimes need to um, kill something or you, you know like it's not like you can have an idea like oh I want everything to be in harmony and everything so but it's not like that so there's a journey to get to where that that can start to happen and given that um, the ecosystems are so degraded and our culture in terms of how it relates to ecosystems is also degraded that that's a it's a it's a it's a process that goes hand in hand you know so I see it as being um this collaboration with the land where we're kind of helping each other along so being a guardian is one function there could be other functions that come out of what so what is the function of a human being in in an ecosystem that's what we're discovering on a level of 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 legal things and practical things of of living in the world as it is right now then i do feel that it's useful that I'm guardian of the land in that I can stop it being exploited, I can stop the trees all being cut down, I can nourish or support the regeneration of the land. But what I found with this thing about being the guardian of the land is that once this connection happened, you know, it was like starting a relationship with a person almost. Like, um, you know, like you meet someone and maybe they don't tick all your boxes you know about well I imagine that the person that let's say I want an intimate relationship with is going to be like this tick 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 yeah this was not didn't didn't tick all these boxes there were things that that were not what I had in mind and other things that that were but still when you meet the person there's something happens and it's all of that doesn't matter really. I mean, it does in some sense, but it also, there's just something else that's, you know, there's a clear connection there and you don't know where that's going to go or what it, where it's going to lead to, but it's just there. Water has been a huge topic here. Um, like I said, this land didn't meet all my um, requirements that I thought were, this is what I want when I buy a piece of land, which was, I thought, I must have a piece of land with year-round flowing water. That was one of my things that I was really looking for. Well, this place never had that. It had, a se it had seasonal water running through the stream and two wells. And um, since I've been here, so last year was the first year that the stream did not flow at all. There was no stream. And this past winter, the same, it didn't flow at all. There was no stream. So it's been getting drier. And the well that supplies us with our daily water since two years ago has not been able to supply us with enough water to see us through the summer so I think it was three years ago we had to at the end of the summer bring in water from the from the bomberas from the fire um, service to fill our tanks 
and we got by for like six weeks with like so little water it was incredible it was a really amazing learning in how to live with very very little water um, we could only water the plants with water that we'd already used and we were only using a tiny amount each day per per person and so always I was questioning why did I end up here in this place with no water <laughs> you know um, what's that about? I, I imagine being in this lush paradise <laughs> with plenty of water. But it's been, um, it's been, you know, I see that it's a, it's a really important um, learning that I'm having in terms of this being such a crucial topic for so many people around the world, like in areas where there's a process of desertification, so two years ago, we built the big dam, which was quite a big um, intervention into the landscape. So the year after that was even drier than the year before, but we'd had a lot of rain. We had a lot of rain that spring in, in, in uh, March. And so the lake had filled quite some bit. And so since then, we've had water on the land and it changes it's changed everything energetically to have this body of water. And it's been so exciting to see this aquatic ecosystem start to emerge with reeds and so many frogs and um, dragonflies and just to go to the water's edge and observe all of this happening. The lake is like the heart of the land. The lack of health in the world is also due to people not consuming food that is grown in healthy soils or without chemicals and these sorts of things it's like a very degraded level of en energy that people are consuming but yeah the water is is, is what nourishes it was what nourishes us it's what nourishes the land and it it's also the the element of of sort of emotionality the water under the ground is what what's connecting all the you know the roots of the trees and you know this this connection thing and if we can create these little areas where there's more water and there's more trees and then connect them to other areas and you know this i think there's there's no there's no need for us in in south portugal to have a water crisis it, it, it is totally possible to completely reverse that. It's just about putting energy in the right things. And at the moment, the energy is not going in the right things. You know, the, the big solutions from a governmental level are still on bringing water from really far away, making giant dams and concrete channels and all of this, rather than keeping the water where it falls. interesting we just stayed like an afternoon then we we slept here during night and and now it's um, almost midday and we are we are about to leave and this short time here really made me calm down a lot like this land here has a kind of a, a peacefulness and a 
a harmony that affects me and that slow me down and, and relax me. So it's really nice to come here. Very, very healing, this land, Monte da Vida.